Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to another episode of Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. Special from Radio Row here in Las Vegas on the Strip. Can you believe it? The Super Bowl is in Sin City. That's a lot of what people, Benny, are talking about this week. We are here with Benny Fowler, Super Bowl champion, co-host of the Gridiron and Growth podcast, author, entrepreneur. He does it all, but he's back this week because last year his predictions for the big game were spot on. And we're going to get him this week. Benny, thanks for coming back to the show, man. Pat, Pat, always good to talk to you, man. Really appreciate you having me on, man. I think I, mean, I just struck a little bit of luck. I, I know a little bit about what I'm talking about when it comes to Super Bowl, but, I mean, <laughs> those, are just, those are just, you know, what I threw out there. No doubt, no doubt. All right, so first, I want to tell you guys, listeners, about Bet Online, and then we're going to get into some NFL football and Super Bowl talk with Benny. The big game is finally here. Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props, dozens of odds, props, and info on hundreds of sports, events, politics, entertainment. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime from desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. And remember, you can also watch this podcast on the YouTube channel at PL on NFL. Subscribe there. We do live chats, Giants focused, NFL focused. We just did one Thursday preview, previewing the Super Bowl. We will do another one on Monday, reviewing what I've seen from Allegiant Stadium. Benny, I have to give you your flowers right off the bat. And this is not Super Bowl related, but at the beginning of the year, you and I made some bold <laughs> predictions, and you predicted that Lamar Jackson was going to win his second second MVP. Why did you know that was going to happen? And you know, were you surprised and impressed by anything he did, or was that just exactly what you expected—that he was that high level of a player and that was going to transpire? I just think coming off of you know getting the contract, I think he was going to come in with a chip on his shoulder and, you know, why did it take so long for <clears throat> it to get done? And then the fact that all these teams passed on him. I think athletes are some of the most motivated people in the world. And I think Lamar was just going to go out there and motivate it mo and be super motivated. Then also the weapons that they surrounded him with. I mean, they gave him a plethora of receivers from Odell to Zay Flowers to Nelson Aguilar to Rashad Bateman to Mark Andrews. They had incredible. They had an incredible receiving core, and then Baltimore always has a great run game. And then Lamar is who he is as a player. I mean, he's just an incredible athlete. He's one of the only players that I've ever actually seen on an NFL field that it looks the same in little league, it looked the same in college, and it looks the same in the NFL in terms of his athleticism and the way he plays. You know, that's he's been he's been playing like that his whole life. So then, likely came on during the year defense played well when your defense is playing well they give you the ball more so Lamar was just doing what he was doing and um, that was my bold prediction because of the, the weapons they were surrounding him with throughout the year you were on that I was also I I just couldn't believe I thought I had the Buffalo Bills missing the playoffs as a great call I remember you like completely disagreed <laughs> and halfway through the year I'm like I'm gonna shove this back in Benny's face and say see I actually know one thing <laughs> And then they go on the run and win the division and really knocked the Dolphins out of home field, which kind of cleared the way for the Chiefs to get back here, which is fascinating. Uh, one last question about Lamar, Benny. 
um, why did they lose that game to the Chiefs? And how does he get to the next gear? Because obviously a two-time MVP is a supreme athlete. It's one of the best athletes in the world. It's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So, you know, how does he get to that next level? The next level for Lamar, I think, is operating from a place of strength. Lamar has to operate from a place of strength. And that is going to come down to coaching. The Ravens, would mm-hmm. they run the ball six times with the running backs in that game? I would have ran Lamar more. I think they got into this point where they tried to outpass Patrick Mahomes. And that's never going to work. That's, you know, it's like, uh, you know, when the Cle- Cleveland Cavaliers or whoever it may be in sports is trying to play like Steph Curry, you're not going to outshoot, out, outshoot and out three point shoot the best three point shooter. So, Lamar, stop trying to play. Lamar and the Ravens coaching staff, stop trying to play like Patrick Mahomes and how Andy Reid do things. I would have I would have ran Lamar 40 times that game because Kansas City can't stop a running quarterback. We just saw that the week before with Buffalo. Josh Allen was able to run all over, get first downs, and extend drives. That's the most important thing in the playoffs. What do you do really well and do that? I don't know why, you know, everybody gets into this whole ego thing, and I'm going to show that I'm a – I'm a great passer, and I'm not saying that Lamar's not a great passer, but I'm going to win it with my arm. Russell Wilson, same thing. You know, I'm, I want to go into the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees style of my career. Well, you've never played like that, so why are you trying to play like that right now when the game, when, when the game is on the line? That doesn't even make any sense. Right. So I think that's where the Ravens got in trouble. I would have ran the ball with the running backs, and I would have controlled the clock like that. So speaking of a team that – used to win running the ball and then abandoned it. The New York Giants had a really bad year. Um, You know, they tried to open it up. The offensive line stunk. um, And there's a lot of things going wrong there. From, you know, outside looking in, Benny, uh, what did you think of what went wrong with the Giants and how do you think they can fix it from your viewpoint? I think a lot of things went wrong. I, I, You know, I would look at the roster construction, number one, in terms of, I mean that's that's what this game is all about. Look at the look at these two teams that are left, and look at the teams that made it to the the super or the playoffs in general. Well constructed rosters, well constructed teams, complementary teams, offense, defense, and special teams. I think the Giants have some some pretty good coaches. They let go of T Mac in terms of special teams, but um, they have yeah. some pretty good coaches. But is this roster constructed properly? Are they putting people in the right positions to do the right things? I think uh, you're going to – I don't know if they're going to re-sign Saquon. You, you know, you're going to miss out on that. Um, I didn't that was think my next DJ. question. That yeah, was my next question for DJ. you. I don't think they put DJ in a position to win in terms of being successful, in terms of calling plays that he's super comfortable with, you know, trying to air it out. You can't air it out without protection. So, you know, mm-hmm. the, they were on the QB runs. How do you evolve the QB run over time? So – there has to be yeah. plays off of plays. I mean, you even saw that with Philly and the tush push developing other plays. Um, but if we're going to do the QB runs, they can't be the same ones that you did the previous year. People are scouting those things now. So what are the plays that go off of those things? How are you going to continue to move the pocket? Because you paid Daniel a lot of money, and you paid him a lot of money because he's a good player. And he made, hey, you he's a good football player. So, And we know what it looks like when he's great, but there – I mean, it has to be complimentary football. It's no different than what Kyle Shanahan is doing with Brock Purdy. Make it complimentary. Patrick Mahomes is an outlier, so people should stop trying to coach and and try to find players like that because you don't don't find that. (laughs) Man, Benny, 
you're grinding the Giants tape. I mean, especially that observation you made about like changing up the types of runs you use. I mean, that's uh, that's somebody who's watching the Giants very closely from your perspective. Well, football isn't uh, hard. That's that, why I'm like it's not hard. <laughs> Football's not a hard <laughs> game. Like maybe not for it's, you. It's, it's, it's not. It's the same game that you play in little league and in college and in the pros. The players just get better over time, but the players yeah. are the same. On Sunday, we will see Kansas City come out there, and the first 15 plays of the game, they will use 13 personnel. They'll use 22 personnel. You'll use 11 personnel. They'll use 12 personnel, two running backs, two fullbacks, and they're going to get an understanding of what the San Francisco defense is going to try to play. I'd love to see the New York hmm. Giants come out there with different personnels to see how the people are going to play and then adjust from there. I don't think they did a great job of adjusting. Um, and, and if you, that's what the game is all about, adjusting. All right, last Giants question, and then we'll get to uh, Super Bowl preview and predictions. Assuming the Giants don't tag Saquon again, and I don't think they will, in your opinion, do you think he's a Giant next season? For me personally, I hope he's not. I'd like to see him in a different uniform. I'd like to see him go play some pretty high-level football and winning football. I think he can be an incredible piece to an incredible playoff team or a team that's right on the cusp of making the playoffs. And I and I selfishly just know what type of person and player he is, and I know how dynamic he is. And I still he's still one of the only players that I've I, – I, I still never seen anything like it when I watch him as a run, from, from a running back perspective. Don't get me wrong, Christian McCaffrey is incredible, but Saquon's God-given ability – Saquon can roll out of bed and do what he does just based off of what God has given to him. So I'd like to yeah. see that on a high level. And I'd like to see that on a bigger stage. I think New York's incredible. I think I love the Giants organization, but in terms of where the team is at right now, I don't want to see him there anymore. I'd like to see him, I don't know, with the Chiefs. Who knows? <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I think you hit the nail right on the head that, A, he wants to be somewhere he can win especially he's getting up there at 27 years old, which isn't old as a person, but it's older for a running back. And in your NFL career, you want to play on the big stage and do what he does on the big stage. I also agree with your assessment that as much as Brian Dable is under pressure, like Joe Shane, the general manager, is too this year to construct a better roster. Now, fast forward here to the Super Bowl here in Las Vegas on Sunday. Chiefs 49ers. Benny, the listeners know, but we're just going to remind them that last year you sat here and you told us Days before the Super Bowl, that Kadarius Tony, the former Giants first round pick, was going to make a huge play and be a difference maker in a Chiefs win. And then they went right into the game. And that's exactly what happened. So look into your crystal ball for me right now and tell me, how do you see this one shaking out? I, I see I see Kansas City winning this game. I think it'll be an incredible game. I think Brock Purdy is going to play really well, I think. San Francisco can't get off to a slow start like they have been in the last two two playoff games, and I don't think they will. But I think Kansas City. I just I, I'm not going to bet against 15. I just think he's the best football player that I've seen play, um, and I think he's still learning and growing. Um, I, I for some reason I think Clyde Edwards-Helaire is going to have a big game just based off of what I've watched. Uh, Detroit and how they ran the ball. Clyde Edwards-Alaire has that type of ability um, in terms of running the ball. He's not a Jamar Gibbs, but he's close and he, he runs outside. Um, and I think that he can make that type of play. And then I see, I think his last name is Gray, one of the tight ends for Kansas City. 
I can see him having, you know, a three or four catch game and maybe a touchdown in there Um, because there will be a lot of eyes on Travis Kelsey, but they do a lot of three tight end, two tight end sets. Um, And we saw and we saw San Francisco really struggle with Detroit in terms of stopping them. Um, And then Rasheed Rice, number four, he'll have a big game. I just think they I think they found a player right there. But give me uh give me Richie James. Yeah. For for a big play. Um for a big Super Bowl play. Maybe some maybe watch out for a little gadget or something like that. Um won't be a lot of plays, but watch out for a little gadget and a big return. Yeah, no, he's he's so reliable and steady and a really good guy, too. And it's funny, like he kind of benefited from Tony not being reliable in New York last year, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. And now he benefits again with the Chiefs. He's been their most reliable punt returner and they're starting to give him some chances on offense. Not to mention he had the Tony drops and then the Mecole Hardman fumbles um, during the playoffs. And so that opens the door maybe for Richie James to make those plays. Benny, I, something I watch really want out, to ask. Watch out, though. Wait, watch out yeah, for, depending on who dresses, Nicole Harmon or if Kadarius does dress, watch <laughs> for those guys because there's something that you can't account for with them, which is their incredible play. You only have to give Tony the ball. You could just put him at running back. So if it depends on who dresses, but watch for one of those two guys. Because Detroit, or not Detroit, but San Francisco struggled with that. They struggled. You saw it with Williams on the reverse, and then you saw it with Jamar Gibbs. San Francisco cannot run laterally. Can't do it. Yep. Right, right, right. And by the way, as I'm as long as I'm giving you credit, I also have to give you credit for saying at the beginning of the year when I said I thought Kirk Cousins was going to end up on the Niners, you kind of stood your ground on Brock Purdy, and you said, no, this kid's like the, this kid's the real deal. Um, so. You know, that's that was well said by you. Benny, something I want to ask you about, um, about Patrick Mahomes' poise in these playoffs. You played in a Super Bowl. You won a Super Bowl. I don't know what the emotions were like, you know, in your body, in your mind, walking onto the field. But when I've been seeing Mahomes shown on the sidelines of these games, this playoffs, he has two Super Bowls under him already. Benny, he looks like he's walking in the park, taking his dog for a walk in the park on a Saturday. <laughs> Like he looks like he's completely unfazed. It doesn't even look like he thinks it's a regular season game. It looks like he's treating it like an exhibition. Do you see the same thing I'm talking about as far as like his level heartbeat? And is that anything you can identify with or is that how rare is it? Steph Curry game three of the Boston Celtics series in 2022. Golden State, I think, loses big at Boston. And Steph is seen on the bench smiling, looking across and he's smiling after they just got blown out and he just like, Oh, I got it figured out. And then they won three straight and they <laughs> ended up beating Boston four two. So it's that type of level. It's that type of confidence and players who know they're going to touch the ball a lot and who know they can make it have the utmost confidence in confidence in themselves play like that. And Patrick Mahomes believes in his ability so much that like, what hasn't he done? And that's that's the moment that it reminds me of the most. It's one of the, the most iconic pitchers to me in sports history in terms of basketball is, you know, going down to one, getting blown out. And then Steph is just like, oh, oh, we figured them out. We figured them out. Oh, we can beat them. And I think Patrick Mahomes is like, he comes into the playoffs. He looks at Andy Reid. He looks at Steve Spagnola. And he says, we just have to be, we just have to win 
by one point this week. Like the standings, standings don't matter in the playoffs. It's just win. It's just a tournament. It's just win and move on. Yeah. So I think he understands that. He knows Andy Reid is going to put the best game plan together, not for a regular season game, but for a playoff game. And they go into those games saying, hey, these are the players and the plays that have to work for us to win. And sure. they get off to fast starts. I mean, look at how they start these games. Yep, yep. Uh, okay, so before I rush to pl place prop bets at the casino on Clyde <laughs> Edwards-Hilaire and Noah Gray, let's make some predictions here. I'm going to start. I'll go Chiefs 31, Niners 20. I think what you just – you hit the nail on the head with the Niners have been starting slow. The Chiefs have been starting fast. And to me, I can't get this out of my head. I was doing the math the other day writing about Steve Spagnolo. The Chiefs in the last six games have allowed an average of 3.2 points per second half. So in the second half of the last six games, they're averaging allowing a field goal. And even though Purdy's been resilient and, you know, under pressure with their backs against the wall, I just think the Chiefs are going to be too much, especially with a lead. And I think the halftime score is going to tell us a lot, Benny. Like, I think if the Niners are down at half, they're not going to win the game. And I think it's as simple as that. 31-20 Chiefs. What do you got? 34-28 Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes as my MVP. Agree. Um, and I just think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a Patrick Mahomes type game. We are we're going to see Patrick Mahomes type plays. Um, but Purdy is going to come to play. Um, this will be, but this will be, this will be an opportunity. He can't make mistakes though, and we've seen in big games against really good teams, he's made some mistakes. He cannot make mistakes, um, and it'll be on Kyle to start the game off properly and get him some easy throws mm -hmm. and easy wins. Um, but Kyle Shanahan, I do not. I think he's a great coach, but he's going to have to prove it to me because I've seen him coach in big games, and. He's come up short in those moments, so we'll, we will see. Benny, fantastic insight as always. Remember, everybody, we are sponsored by Bet Online and by this Estate 98 Coffee and Essencia de Cafe from El Salvador. Dates back to 1798. Remember, you can watch this on the YouTube channel at PL on NFL. This has been Pat Leonard live from Radio Row in Las Vegas with Super Bowl champion Benny Fowler. And go check out the Gridiron and Growth podcast with Benny and our friend Ryan Harris. They're doing an excellent job over there. Benny, thank you so much for your time, man. Appreciate you, Pat. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.